Welcome to For Purpose and Profit, the number one podcast for social entrepreneurs. Where we unite meaningful global causes with top digital marketing strategies to create sustainable social change. My name is Andres Martinez. And I'm Cheyenne Martinez. And today's episode is called Why For Purpose and Profit, essentially the vision of this podcast. Yeah, exactly. So... Before we jump in, well, kind of the first thing we want to jump into was what do we mean exactly by for purpose and profit? Yes, yes, that's very important to discuss because, you know, this vision has honestly been in the making for years, and we'll go deeper into our story in just a bit, but share a little bit with us, like, how did it start, and why did we decide to do specifically, like, for purpose and profit? Yeah, so to us, for purpose and profit essentially means that we want to harmonize and bring into relationship meaningful causes in the world with sustainable, profitable resources, Yeah. right? So essentially, you know, what we found, what we researched is that there is an actual thing called social entrepreneurship. An actual term, yeah. Mm-hmm. And essentially what a social entrepreneur is, is someone who has created an enterprise. So whether that's a nonprofit, right, we call an NGO, a non-governmental organization, or an actual business. So they've created this enterprise for the main purpose of creating a social change in the world Mm -hmm. for the better, Mm -hmm. right? And so essentially then what it means is just someone who's creating a business or some kind of organization with the purpose in mind and then they want to create a profit around that and use it for the better of humanity and the rest of the natural world Mm -hmm. yeah no that's a that's a great explanation uh for a long time we were you know trying to decide if it could be blended um you know how could we could blend it because there was in our hearts a really big calling on um yeah essentially contribute to greater causes but we realized that there was such a big gap essentially you know from people that were all about profit all about money all about like you know the numbers and all that and then on the other side the people that were you know in the NGO world and the nonprofit world where really they didn't see the value on investing like heavily in paid advertising they didn't see the value on you know really trying to create like loads of money they just you know, wanting to associate themselves as like, you know, we never really create profit, we never really create uh, like a lot of money, and we just kind of like live on the kindness of others. And so we knew that there was a mindset problem like right away. Exactly. So, yeah, essentially exactly what you said, that we think that the current relationship between for-purpose organizations, which like you said, are Mm -hmm. usually labeled as non-profit, which even as a whole, that language of nonprofit is really misleading and it leaves a lot of people with very great intentions, literally mm-hmm. the ones who are trying to transform the world for the better, mm-hmm. who are doing such necessary work. And it gives this language as if money is not a necessity, as if money is the enemy. When in reality, you're not going to be able to change the world, whether it's, you know, rescuing stray animals, whether it's helping orphan children off the street whether it's helping the elderly, you can't do any of these things without resources, right? right? All of this costs money to give them food, to give them shelter, to give them education. All these things cost money. And so even the language around the nonprofit sector, the for-purpose sector, is very problematic. 
Mm-hmm. And our society has really come to accept that businesses, large corporations, will take actions for the benefit of themselves with the end right. goal of profit and at the expense of everyone else, right. at the expense of other people, at the expense of the natural world, of animals, of the environment, all for the sake of profit. And we've come to accept this even in the pharmaceutical industry, mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. all of them, their end goal is profit. And we believe this really needs to change, right? Because we are the ones that, we are the market. People are the market. So what we demand will have to be what is given, right? So if we start demanding that businesses should be held accountable for the actions that they take, Mm -hmm. that they all need to have a greater purpose behind it that is benefiting everyone, not just their own pockets. Right. And that NGOs and for-purpose organizations should not be constantly struggling for money, they shouldn't be begging for donations. They shouldn't be struggling to pay their employees a fair wage. Mm-hmm. These are people who are dedicating their whole life to helping this planet, yet they're struggling to get by day by day. This is a problem. So yeah. this is really what this is all about, about uniting the two, purpose and profit, so that we can all benefit. Look, the you know the the main problem here really is twofold as we said you know because going to each you know either extreme is really what will get you in trouble um you know most organizations and we're hearing this uh from the book um people over profit um they were sharing how of course every organization starts with a really high morale a really high set of values but as they grow and as the you know profit starts coming in there's certain times where they are faced with this you know, A or B decision where it's like, well, this is the right thing to do. Let's say it's A, but B will give you like faster systems, will give you more profit, more efficiency. And a lot of these companies end up going for the efficiency route versus standing for what's right and standing for what they believe and and, and the original set of values that they had um, crafted for their for their companies, you know, like like McDonald's, like Walmart, like a lot of these companies started with a good, you know, intent with with a good set of values. But of course, it's so easy to stray away when you you're faced with with the, you know money or efficiency, and a lot of people their moral compass gets screwed. Exactly. So yeah, even going back to the example of McDonald's, right? So in the book. I mean, I didn't know this. Obviously, we were not alive when McDonald's first started. Right. That their ingredients, as an example, were all natural. Right. There was no preservatives. Mm-hmm. There wasn't a lot of sodium. But obviously, as time went on and efficiency became the end goal, efficiency is part of business organization, no matter what. Mm-hmm. But when it becomes the, the end, that's where problems come in. Mm-hmm. And so now you have this company that has many loyal customers which originally were built, you know, the values were family and, you know, healthy food, food that was quick yet still nutritious. And then you have them devaluing themselves and sacrificing their morals for the sake of more profit. And this happens time and time again. And so again, we just want there to be accountability on both sides, that businesses are accountable for how they make profit Mm -hmm. and how they contribute to the world. Mm -hmm. And NGOs and more purpose-driven organizations that already exist do not have a mindset of poverty, right? Mm-hmm. A poverty mindset of right. money is the enemy. Yeah. Right, that if I learn how to make a lot of money or that I, even if I become wealthy, that I am somehow 
a sellout because it all right. comes down to what are you using that money for? Right. Yeah. It's the intent behind, you know, the the action, and I think this is a great time to tell you a bit more about what we believe in the interconnectedness of all things, and you know, this is why we believe it is our moral duty and our responsibility to become um, citizens, not just of our, you know, town or our country, but of the world. Because when you are learning about, you know, certain problems that we already have with the environment, with the animals, with the, you know, kids, with poverty, with youth at risk, and all these different, you know, problems around... You know, we each person really has a choice to make whether they're gonna care, whether they're gonna do something. You know, as little as as, as it could be to you know donate or, or send your dollars. You know, if you can go on you know physically there to volunteer, etc. But but there's a big difference between caring and choosing to do something about it versus just staying on the sidelines and being and just saying, oh yeah, it's a bad problem, but then just like completely forgetting about it. Right, waiting for someone else to clean up the mess. Mm-hmm. Because the reality is is that every little bit really does count. And we sometimes underestimate how much, you know, $10, $20, $30 can really go mm-hmm. to someone living on the other side of the planet where that money may last them a month. Mm-hmm. Right? And so it's really up to us to educate ourselves and to stop making excuses, really, as to why we can't make a change. Because if every person did That's it. their share, we would live in a much different world. Yeah. Yeah. So, a little bit about our backstory of, you know, how we came up with this idea to transform mm-hmm. this relationship between mm-hmm. for-purpose and for-profit. And what led to it. Right. So, well, I guess even going back into my... Yeah, if you want to share my origin story. Yeah, share share a bit. Yeah, share a bit about you and and, and kind of how you know you came to the place that you're at right now, and then I'll share a little bit more mm-hmm. as well before we go into the vision and mission. Right. Mm-hmm. So again, okay, we're going way way back. Way way back. <laughs> Once to upon a time. <laughs> so for the majority of my life, I was raised by my mother. My dad was kind of in and out of my life until I was about eleven years old until he finally left, and um, he had a lot of different problems, and so my primary caregiver was my mom, and she worked a lot to support the two of us, but she was a very selfless person, and so from very young, I saw how she would sacrifice, you know, her own, her own enjoyment in many ways, you know, sacrifice time with her friends, um, because, I mean, she was still obviously young enough that she could have dated and done all these different things if she really wanted to, you know, get another husband or boyfriend, but she always put me first and never really, I never ever saw her, you know, going out with friends and partying and bringing people over. That was just not my life. She was always working and providing for us. And that was my education and our well-being, our peace was our, her number one priority. So from very young, I saw the, the, you know, a necessity for sacrifice to do what's right Mm. because it really was her integrity would be sacrificed if she didn't do what she knew was right Mm -hmm. for us. So I grew up with, you know, with I believe these values because of my mom. And when I was about 22, I was in university. I was majoring in English and Spanish, but I was still pretty lost about what I wanted to do Mm -hmm. with my life. And so when I was 22, I decided to 
pretty much get up and leave and go for a month to Colombia to volunteer. Mm-hmm. It was pretty much on a whim, but I just felt like I needed to get out of my element and just serve other people in a different part of the world, just completely different environment. And so I did that, and long story short, it completely changed my life, and I decided that I wanted to be a teacher. So I immediately, you know, started to take my studies even more seriously. I ended up applying to a couple of um, Bachelor of Education programs in my city in Toronto, ended up getting in, and a couple years later, I was officially a teacher. Mm. So I taught for three years at a private school, and I absolutely loved teaching. I love my students. I felt like I was making a big impact in their lives and found a lot of purpose in that. Mm -hmm. The only problem was then going back to the profit because I was incredibly overworked and incredibly underpaid and I was really unhappy because of that. Mm -hmm. I was sacrificing my own well-being and I realized it wasn't sustainable, right? This life wasn't sustainable, this lifestyle. Mm -hmm. I would always be struggling financially and me and Andres were having less and less time together. We were newlyweds. So we decided to go into business together, mm-hmm. to go into online business. And that was a complete shock to my system <laughs> to go from being a teacher to being some kind of online entrepreneur, which was an identity I still wasn't willing to fully put on. Mm-hmm. And I felt like my identity had been taken away. So I struggled for a long time with, you know, my self-worth, with feeling like I could do it, with, I mean, really everything. I had a lot of anxiety. I was on the verge of depression because I just didn't feel like it was, it was me, you know? I was rejecting this new self. And I was struggling to find purpose in it. So Mm -hmm. we ended up doing, like, feel free to chime in now because this is really where your story comes in out too, together that we, um, we had an agency, and yes, we were making more profit than we ever had. We had lots of clients, but it was such a busy lifestyle. Mm-hmm. And we just weren't happy again. And we just didn't feel like it was meaningful enough. Mm-hmm. We were helping them with their mm-hmm. marketing, but there wasn't a lot of depth, right? Right. I don't feel like there was enough depth, either one of us. So we ended up kind of transferring into more mentorship and more coaching. And again, there was more meaning in that because you're able to serve people at a higher level. But again, we still felt like the greater purpose behind it because I've always been drawn to philanthropy because with kids and animals. That's why I went to teaching because I loved educating children, feeling like I'm making this impact in their life. And so long story short, we just felt like there must be other people out there who feel this disconnect between purpose and profit. Right. Right. And we, we've been in the online world now, the marketing world for a couple of years, and we see a lot of people who, yeah, they're making a lot of money and they're serving their clients. And it's wonderful. Some of them not so much, but there are a lot that are doing really well. They're making a difference in their clients' lives. But still, for people that have hundreds of thousands of dollars or even millions of dollars... Your money can go such a long way if you want to also focus on greater social causes, mm-hmm. right? Everyone, if everyone, you know, even gave away 10% to causes that they really cared about on this planet, the impact would be immense. And so, yes, here we are. Mm-hmm. Here we are trying to really harmonize the relationship between purpose and profit because I have it in my heart to really serve NGOs. I love 
causes that work with children, with animals, with the environment, sustainable agriculture, all these things. And I just know that they struggle with money and I just want to bring that to an end. I want to find social entrepreneurs, people who are willing to learn the marketing chops and the mm-hmm. business tactics to become business people, but use that profit for a purpose that is going to move humanity and natural world forward. Right. So, sorry if that was kind of long-winded, but that's kind no, of like no, the, whole, yeah. the whole story from beginning to end for yeah. me. No, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah, no, it's it's been, you know, uh, a journey and a half, <laughs> yes. um, to say the least. But um, I'll share a bit more about my story. So, I was born and raised in Mexico, and, you know, I had a pretty pretty awesome childhood you know um i had two sisters as well and we were you know raised at a in a you know traditional like conservative like christian home like in mexico like my, my dad was always involved in ministry and you know pastor a couple of churches but for me i i never really found myself like especially that early on in in all of that stuff and so you know i just went to a lot of these events and you know church etc just more out of like you know kind of respect that of my you know for my parents etc and yeah I, I even got to like play at the you know youth um youth group etc and so yeah i mean you, you could say that a lot of my values of course i were were instilled when i was when i was um young but i didn't really have a personal encounter with god until much later and so when i was 19 i'm um, sorry 18 I went um, to surf with with a buddy of mine, uh, uh, Puerto Escondido, which is uh, you know about like twelve hours, eight twelve hours um, away from like where where I live, and where I used to live, <laughs> and yeah, I basically almost drowned. I had a very scary like near death experience where I was literally like swallowing you know salt water. My lungs were closing. Like waves were just like smashing me one after the other. And I really thought that that was it. I remember even praying, you know, uh, when I was, you know, under like 10 feet of water or so. And I prayed like, Lord, like in your hands, I commit my spirit. Because I really thought that was it. I thought, you know, you know, this is just where my life ends. And, and I literally just like gave everything I, I, I had at that moment because I had like no strength left. And all of a sudden, like by a miracle of God, just boom, like the water just like came down. I took a huge breath and the ocean just kind of like spat me out and I was just like laying there in the in the sand for like a long time and and I just you know just kept kept saying to myself like wow like I have a purpose like I have a purpose like this you stuck is stuck around for a reason yeah I stuck around for a reason you know this is not over and so that was a, a big catalyst for me because a it like confirmed you know, my belief in God, and I was, you know, really happy, because, yeah, like, again, like, I, I, I said that last prayer, and I thought it was going to be it, and, you know, God rescued me, there's no other reason to explain how, you know, like, it, it could have been another wave coming, and, 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 I, and that could have been it, the water could not have gone down when it went down, like, all these different things, right, but ultimately, like, God is in control, and after that, I decided to come to Canada. That was one of the things that really, you know, woke me up, and I said, okay, you know what, because I had taken a sabbatical, after high school and so um that's really when i when i decided okay you know end the sabbatical time to like you know figure figure this out and 
it was super scary because yeah, I did not want to, you know, just like leave home and 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 I did not have uh, friends or anyone I even knew in in Canada, and so I just decided to come, you know, just just on my own, um, you know, by by the grace of God, he, uh, my dad connected me with with some people that, you know, kind of like a friend of a friend of another friend, <laughs> you know, not really. Uh, acquaintances or anything like that but just more of like referrals like friend referrals and yeah I found an amazing you know Colombian family which I am like super thankful till this day um that they hosted me there for a while and and that's really where my what my journey um began as as you know uh, I guess independent entrepreneur really after college I went to digital media arts and and yeah a little bit after um you know, or years after, uh, I should say, I, I started the, the, that first agency where I was freelancing, doing designs, logos, videos, like all these different things, websites, um, and in 2015, which is when we, when we got married, um, everything changed again when we started realizing, uh, just like she shared about the time that we had together the how busy you know it was and and all these different lifestyle questions where we thought hey like if this is how it's gonna look like like well where do kids really come in like where does our greater vision come in where does even just quality time together come in you know between the both of us and so we started chipping away at a new vision at a new you know yeah lifestyle altogether and and we went you know full into business and 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 as she shared um the first you know couple years were yeah crazy just learning a bunch of the different you know strategies from social media marketing to like sales funnels where we found like Russell Brunson um and and yeah like it was awesome we started growing we we got a bunch of clients we you know surpassed like six figures and and it and it was awesome you know as far as hey like this is real like you can make money like online like we are making money like literally just all online and that was really amazing but it all was also the wrong business model for us and so you know just like um just like you shared about the fulfillment aspect and not being able to like you know find ourselves um in in like walking in our in the fullness of our purpose, you know, walking in like exactly what we're supposed to do. We, we, we felt there were some things missing. And so, yeah, we created, um, we went full into coaching and mentoring. We actually launched our first program, um, you know, last year. And yeah, I mean, it was awesome that, that we, we generated like over 20 grand in, in, in profit, like full profit. Cause we didn't even spend on ads and nothing. It was just, you know, it's straight up all organic with, with like no list, like, you know, uh, less than a hundred members in our group and and yeah like it was really cool realization that like this is really doable this is possible and now it was a matter of our vision and so we went into this other like another like existential crisis like anxiety you know for myself depression for myself um you know throughout all of this like we started meditating a lot and we started like exploring our you know spirituality like to a whole new level I'm personally, you know, I'll save this for, for another occasion, but I found, you know, God and I had like multiple encounters with God that were like so profound that it changed everything for me. And so it essentially painted a whole new picture of what was possible of what I was created for. 
And recently, we actually ended up going to Mexico, took a leadership training, and I believe that God, you know, whispered to us this new vision, which I'll actually, like, you know, pull up here because we, we, we wrote this kind of like a life vision, but it's also the vision and mission for, for this, for for this podcast, for this movement that we're, that we're trying to lead exactly, here. Exactly, this movement. You know. So, yeah, I'll, just, I'll read to you here. The vision is, um, you know, I see millions or we see millions of purpose-driven leaders creating sustainable social change by bringing freedom, justice, education, and love to the world while generating six and seven figures. Right. And so how we're going to do that then, the mission... Then the mission is to to help... Social entrepreneurs clarify, amplify, and monetize their message with powerful personal branding and high-converting sales funnels. Exactly, exactly. And yeah, I mean, we're super excited. We've never felt more aligned with, with, um, you know, our values, with what we love, with the skills we've acquired. And so, you know, as an entrepreneur... You're always reinventing yourself. And we'll go deeper into these strategies and, and some of the things that we've learned from like top mentors that are generating mil- millions of dollars that we've like paid. And we've learned some really key things. But you know, none of that really matters if you don't really have that purpose of for your life clear. And yeah, because it really all starts there. I mean, we, we, we definitely had the profit part we could have like kept going with the agency and we could have kept making money with like that but but we're so purpose driven and if you're listening to this you're definitely purpose driven um that yeah we needed to uh include that contribution piece and it's funny because we both did a test um uh, you know the the six human needs test and the six core human needs so yeah tony robbins is the one that sort of popularized these so for basic human needs you have love and connection significance certainty and uncertainty and then the last two which are more spiritual right which essentially what that means is if you don't have those four basic ones covered you're probably not going to be worrying about the top two which are contribution and personal growth right and yes when we both did this test number one by a long shot was contribution (laughs) and then the second one was personal growth and then, of course, the other four came into varying different degrees for right. each of us. But nonetheless, it just really, you know, showed us that no wonder why we've been so unhappy with, you know, solely focusing on marketing and branding. Not that those things aren't important. They're important. Obviously, if you have, whether you have an NGO or you have a business online or a person, every single person in business or organization, enterprise needs personal branding. They need funnels. They need good marketing. They need a message. But what's the greater meaning behind it all, right? What's the really great vision behind it? Yeah, where are you really going with with all of this? Right, and so we know for us, we tried, like maybe, maybe, you know, working with NGOs and working with purpose, maybe that will come later down the road. Yeah, let's just worry about like, yeah, making this um, strategies work, this money work, and we'll figure the other stuff out. It'll be a means to an end. Right, and we tried, and that nope. really, for us, didn't work. It was, it was miserable for us. It just like doesn't we, work at all. We, we, we would just wake up, and, and, and it will be like, 
pushing through the day so hard because there's no motivation. Because honestly, I mean, for a long time, we're trying to convince ourselves thinking that we're motivated by money. We just need to put bigger financial goals. We just need to put bigger, you know... Right, when we say money, it's like we're motivated by, you know, getting a house for our future family. Not that some of these things are, you know, normal things to want. Like, there's security. Essentially, it goes into security and love and connection. Right. But... But that was not it our first It still one. wasn't... Our top value. No, it's not the top value. Right. And so, yes, when we say contribution, we mean you are picking one or a couple social issues in the world. So, as an example, one that I've really dedicated a lot of time to learning a lot about mm-hmm. is the situation, the global situation with orphans. Yeah. Right? So, I've come to learn that there are yeah, about 700 million children who do not have a secure loving home. Mm -hmm. So whether they only have, they have no parents, they have one parent who just is alive but can't take care of them because they're sick or living in poverty, whatever it may be, about 700 million children who do not have a loving family to call home. Another cause, animals, right? So conservation efforts. We are destroying our planet. (laughs) This is a fact. And so educating people about how we can go about doing less damage and living in a more sustainable way so that our children and their children's children have the same beautiful animals in existence Mm -hmm. that we have today. So everyone has their own motivation, their own meaning for why they do what they do, but this is really going to be a podcast that's going to help you uncover what that is if you haven't found it yet or really give you the tools and tactics as far as online marketing and personal branding and sales funnels and all that jazz go to propel that vision forward. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, so what are some things that they can expect as you, oh, or as they follow this podcast, as they subscribe, as they share with their friends? Well, as I said, if you are struggling to find your purpose, or maybe you think you have an idea of what your purpose is, we're going to be talking a lot about purpose. discovering what that purpose and meaning is yeah, for your life. it's not easy. Right, so finding what is that need you see in the world that your heart feels compelled to do something about. Right, so we're going to be talking a lot about that. As I said before, we're also going to be talking a lot about mainly personal branding and sales funnels when it comes to online marketing because that's where we really see a lot of value in how you are presenting yourself and your message to the world, Mm -hmm. really helping you strengthen your voice Mm -hmm. and how you communicate to other people, showing up strong, right? And sales funnels and really essentially showing you how you can go from whatever income you are making online, if you're making an income yet online, and how you can really double, triple, or possibly even 10x if you do it right with sales funnels because that really is the future. And we really have seen a lot of businesses blow up simply by creating one simple sales funnel can really go a long way. Yeah, for sure. Um, I think in an age where people think more is more, we want to demonstrate to you how less is more, but focus. Focus is everything. And most often than not, businesses fail because they are all over the place or they're not clear on their vision. They're not clear on their mission. And so you become like a leaf in the wind, going from one side to the other. And it's just so hard to do business that way. There's so many you know, distractions already throughout the day. And if you're not focused, if you don't really know what you should be spending your time on, then it doesn't matter how awesome your ideas are. If the execution is not there, it's not going to flow. So, 
yeah, hopefully you guys really enjoyed this. Um, thank you so much for listening. We, we hope that you catch us on the next one. We're, we're going to be doing them every Monday. Right, every single Monday we'll be here. Yeah. Yep, so sharing new strategies and, yes, just anyone that's interested in blending purpose and profit, this is the place to be. Yeah. So this we'll is, see you every Monday. This is the place to hang out. <laughs> and we'll also be up updating it on the website so you can catch... Um, yeah, just a little summary and, and, and replay and hopefully also build a nice archive there. So let us know, please, if you got any questions, submit your questions. Um, let us know, um, yeah, just basically what kind of stuff you want to hear about, what kind of things you are interested on um, when it comes to purpose and profit, when it comes to the online world and with global change and, and social change as well. Exactly. So we look forward to continuing to chat with you guys and we'll see you on the next one. Alrighty, take care.